This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for a Friday, December 15th. 10 days until Christmas. I got to tell you, thank God the Lions play tomorrow because I don't think this city could handle another day of hype and reaction and really nerves. This town is tense. Lions fans might not admit it to you, but my God, people are tense. People are nervous. People are tight. I mean, I don't blame people. I don't because this Lions football team looked like world beaters in the first six games. Then the next seven games have not been as good. And I just don't think people have gotten over the Chicago loss, which is kind of weird because us Lions fans get over losses rather well. In fact, you would say the best thing Detroit does is get over Lions losing because it's happened so much. People don't want to lose out on the division, which I don't think is going to happen. People don't want to lose this awesome feeling where everybody in the country is talking about you. Lions play tomorrow against the Broncos. Saturday night, place is going to be bumping. Like, my God, it's going to be loud. It's going to be drunk. It's going to be kick-ass. And yeah, I think the Lions beat the Broncos. I do. And we're going to get into it. I promise. I have a prediction. And I also have reasons why both teams can win the football game. But how about the good news that the Lions got yesterday? C.J. Gardner-Johnson coming back, people. Dan Campbell says he's got, what, mutant blood? Able to come back from a torn pec. Medically cleared. Going to start practicing next week. He might be able to play next week against the Vikings. You need this guy in the worst way. This is fantastic news. Lions have given up at least 25 straight points in five straight games. That is the longest active NFL streak currently. 25 points at least in five consecutive games. Secondary needs help badly. C.J. Garner-Johnson is going to be able to give that to you. He only played in two games this year. 13 total tackles, two passes defended. Last year, went to the Super Bowl was tied for the most interceptions last season. Not to mention, I got to believe, and I can't prove this, but he's only signed on a one-year deal. Don't you get the feeling that he likes it here? From the second that he got injured, it was almost like he felt guilty that he got injured. 
I wouldn't be surprised if CJGJ comes back next year. Awesome news. It's fantastic news. I got more great news. Isn't it nice to tune in and you hear great news? Because it does look like for the first time, maybe, I don't know, in three, four weeks, Lions are going to have a full, healthy offensive line. Taylor Decker, he does still look injured, did not look good in the Chicago game, but he's practiced all week. And Frank Ragnow is a full goal as well. So that means the Lions should be able to run the football better. That means you're not going to have any weird exchanges with Graham Glasgow and Jared Goff. It also means that when you have a full, healthy offensive line, that Jared Goff is just going to play better football. It's just how it is. Do you know the Lions are 9-4? and four? You talk to the fan base, people are like, it's like they're like 1-9. People are freaking out. I totally understand why. But I can put you at ease a little bit because the games that the Lions lose, they turn over the football. They've lost four times. Those four games, they've turned over the ball a combined 10 times. When they don't turn over the football, they don't lose. They also don't lose night games. You know, the Lions are 5-0 and in every game that doesn't start at 1 o'clock. That includes a 12-30 game that they lost to the Packers. So there you go. How about that? That's a pretty good stat, too. But more than anything, this game is massive. It's huge. I can't think of a Detroit Lions game that has been this big in the last decade. They got a chance tomorrow to lock up a playoff spot. It's true. Here's what needs to happen. I'll put it right there on the screen, but I'll also read it to you. Do you know that there's 16 scenarios that will allow the Lions to clinch a playoff spot for the first time since 2016? We're only going to focus on seven of them because the other nine results in the Lions tying the football game. I don't think that's going to happen. If it does happen, then you can blame me. Email me. I'll give you the scenarios, all right? We're only going to focus on the scenarios where the Lions win and get in because it's impossible for them to clinch a playoff spot this weekend and lose. They just can't do it. But think about this for a quick second. I know people are tense. I know people are stressed. I know people are anxious. But you got four football games left. You got like a 99.6% chance to make postseason. These are good problems. They really are. The other thing, too, by the way, before I give you the scenarios, and a lot of it right there is on the banner, but do you realize that even though people are convinced that the Lions aren't any good anymore, their defense isn't good, we'll get into it. Their offensive line has been a little leaky of recent. Jared Goff has been taking all kinds of fucking heat. We know this, right? Things do change in the NFL. It wasn't too long ago that we were wondering about the Niners. They had lost three in a row. Then they go out, they get Chase Young. Trent Williams gets healthy. Debo Samuels get healthy. Christian McCaffrey gets healthy. And they're the best team in football. There was a time that we thought the Dallas Cowboys were frauds. Now look at them. They've overtaken the Eagles in the standings. There was a time that we didn't think the Eagles would lose a football game. They would definitely get the one seed. Now look at them. Two losses. And they're holding team meetings because Jalen Hurts can't hold on to the football. So things change, people. Things definitely change as I have coworkers walking by me. It's what happens when you don't have a studio to go to. You got to yell into a computer screen like a freak in front of other people. 
Anyway, things do change, though. And there's no reason that the Lions went healthy and they're getting healthier, getting C.J. Gardner back, and then also having a healthy offensive line. There's no reason not to believe that maybe this team can't put together a little bit of a run that maybe results in a playoff win or maybe more. But I've delayed too long. Here's the scenarios for the Lions to clinch a playoff spot. Do you know that they have the third longest playoff drought? Only the Broncos and the Jets have a longer one. So if the Lions win tomorrow, and I do believe they're going to win just barely, Lions win tomorrow, and Seattle loses or ties, and Green Bay loses or ties, they're in. If the Lions win tomorrow, and Seattle loses or ties, or the Rams lose or tie, they're in. If the Lions win tomorrow, and Seattle loses or ties, and the Vikings loses or ties, they're in. What about if the Lions win tomorrow, and the Rams lose or tie, and the Falcons lose or tie? They're in. What about if the Lions win tomorrow and the Rams lose or tie or the Falcons lose or tie and Green Bay loses or ties? They're in. Last one. If the Lions win tomorrow, I've said this five times already, I feel, and the Rams lose or tie, Atlanta loses or ties, and Green Bay loses or ties, they're in. It's right there what I put on the banner. Lions need to win. Packers, Rams, Falcons, Minnesota, they need to lose. That's simple. Bengals are going to play the Vikings. Hopefully the Bengals win. Bucks are going to play the Packers. Hopefully the Buccaneers win. Panthers are going to play the Falcons. Hopefully the Panthers, they suck, but maybe they'll win. And the Commanders need to beat the Rams. It's that easy. Lions have a chance to clinch this weekend, which is pretty awesome. But, of course, this is all based on the Lions winning the football game. The Broncos don't do anything great except force turnovers. It's true. The Broncos have forced 18 turnovers in the last nine games. The Lions have turned over the ball way too much recently. Since week four, the Broncos have forced 23 turnovers. Meanwhile, since the bye week, the Lions have forced just four turnovers. And on the season, the Lions have forced just 14 turnovers, which is the seventh worst in all of the NFL. Jared Goff, since week seven, 10 touchdowns, seven interceptions, seven fumbles. He's been sacked 15 times. So the biggest thing that scares me about this game is the fact that the Broncos know how to force turnovers and the Lions have been turning over the ball at an extreme rate. Other than that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Lions defense makes me nervous. Russell Wilson is not vintage anymore. He's 35 years old. He's not the same dude by any means, but he still rushed for 300 yards this season. 
And if you look at his QB to interception rate, it's 28 to 7. So it's pretty good. Add that to the fact that the Lions defense, whoever they're going against, allow quarterbacks to have a 92.1 rating. And it makes you worry. Lions defense ranks 31st in DVOA. That's an efficiency stat. After a good start, they've gone from allowing 19 points a game to 29 points a game. All right? So the Lions defense scares the hell out of me. That's why it's going to be so great when you get C.J. Gardner-Johnson back. But it's not like the Broncos score a whole lot of points. They don't. Like the Broncos don't score the football. Yes, Cortland Sutton is a stud receiver. 699 yards in the year. He's got 10 touchdowns. But they average right around 23 points a game. No big whoop. The Lions should be able to outscore the Denver Broncos simply because they have a healthy offensive line. The game is at home. It's not in the elements. The crowd is going to be behind them. And Jared Goff in a clean pocket is killer. He doesn't kill you. He's killer. That's why I do believe that the Lions end up winning the football game. But then I give you this. Denver's defense in the last four games, three of them, they've allowed 20 or fewer points. Now, this is a defense that at the start of the season gave up 70 to the Dolphins. So you think the defense is going to be able to do it against the Lions? I don't know. Russell Wilson has thrown for less than 230 yards in his last three games. Doesn't concern me. Yeah, they can run the football. Their offense doesn't bother me. It's the Lions defense, and it's the propensity to turn over the football. Those are the two things that bother me. But all in all, I do believe that the Lions offense should be a hell of a lot better. The other thing, too, by the way, is people got pride. Like Aiden Hutchinson stood at his locker and talked about how he's going to get the defense back to what it was. And, of course, Aiden had the awful play in Chicago where he jumped off sides in fourth and 13. You got pride. There's a reason the up-down theory exists. The Lions have been shit on. For an entire week, people have questioned Goff. People have questioned the line. People have questioned Campbell. People have questioned this team. People have uttered the F word. Not fuck, but fraud. I do think that helps a team. And I think the Lions have pride. I think you're going to see a good offensive performance. If they don't turn over the ball, they win. If they do turn over the ball, and of course the Broncos force turnovers, then you could be in some trouble. By the way, get Jamison Williams the ball. How about that? Do you know that the Lions are 4-0 when Jamo scores a touchdown? That might be nice. Now, Denver can get to the quarterback. They got 34 sacks as a team. Lions only have 28. Jonathan Cooper has 5.5. Baron Browning has 3.5. P.J. Locke has 3. And he's a safety. <clears throat> and the Broncos do like to... Blitz from the safety position. They will blitz from anywhere on the field. Little scary. I admit it. Still think the Lions should be able to win the football game. The other narrative or storyline in this game is the coaching. Sean Payton versus his protege, Dan Campbell. Listening to Dan Campbell talk about Sean Payton, <clears throat> I do believe there's a little bit in Dan's head about how badly he wants to beat Sean. Now, is that going to affect the game plan? It better not. Concerns me a little bit. See, if you think I'm being wishy-washy here, 
<clears throat> if you think I'm kind of all over the place, it's because you're absolutely right. I've been thinking about this game for like four days, and I keep going back and forth, the back and forth. One day, I think the Lions are going to blow them out. Denver doesn't have a good offense. The next day, I think Denver is going to find a way to neuter the Lions. So all in all, I do continue to change my mind. Denver has the more impressive wins of late. After starting one in five, they're seven and six. They've won six to seven. They've won seven of 10. They beat the Chiefs. They went to Buffalo, won there. Took down Cleveland, who has one of the better defenses in all of football. So I am conflicted. I think when it's all said and done, the Lions win the game. Barely. I think they find a way to outscore Denver. Barely. And I think the Lions move to 10-4 and four and potentially clinch a playoff spot. That's where I'm at. What about you? Let me know. Comment section below. What do you think about this game? I just gave you my prediction. Hell, I'll give you a score. I think the Lions win the ball game 28 to 25. Okay? But I guarantee you my prediction and my mind's going to change in two minutes. There's something about this game that makes me wishy-washy as hell. So what about you? What do you think? In the meantime, let's get to some comments. And then bring on the damn weekend. Oh, my goodness. So yesterday we talked about Hendon Hooker. And how every Lions fan is calling for Hendon Hooker for some stupid reason. I don't quite get it. Here's some of the comments. King Derwin says, love the videos. Keep them coming. Thank you, King. I appreciate that. King Derwin also says, I just want one playoff win at home, please. Well, you are kind of headed there. You just got to get there in the home stretch. How about this one? From YouTube, not iTube. Jeff, can you please get a better quality microphone? I can understand you, but you sound a little muffed or something. You don't sound crisp. Thanks. This is for you, my friend. I broke out the microphone. Look at that. There it is. I kind of feel like a successful YouTuber. When do I start making millions and living in mansions? Then I got a couple more for you. Jeff, you suck. Give This is annoying, but we got to watch you on the screen. That's even worse. Thank you. That's from Pete264. And then how about this one? From Heizad25. People who know nothing about football call for Hendon to replace Goff. Fixed it for you. Fair enough. I got one more for you. Who says this? Hendon Hooker instead of Jared Goff. Is it media you drummed up story to fill airtime? In the end, you are 100% right. But is this just a bit to fill time? Enough already. I'm telling you, actual people said they wanted Hendon Hooker instead of Jared Goff. I don't think that. Now, maybe Jared Goff ends up being the quarterback of the future here, but not right now. Jared Goff is the quarterback of tomorrow. And that's all that matters right now, my friends. Win tomorrow. So comment section below, what do you think happens? Give me a score. Give me a thought. How you feeling? Let me know. And as always, please rate and review and follow and download and all the good things that you do with podcasts because um, I'm having fun doing it. But uh, if I don't get more follows, they might cancel me. I'm just being honest. All right? All right. By the way, here's the other thing, by the way.
So I got to do the Lions postgame show on Saturday. Here's my big worry. I've made no secret of this. The Lions once got rid of me on their postgame show. It's back in 2008. Team was 0-15. I was rooting for them to go 0-16. Lions didn't like that. They got rid of me. I have not done a Lions Network postgame show until tomorrow. They must be desperate. So I know what's going to happen to me. Lions are going to lose. I'm going to be forced to get negative. And the Lions are then going to kick me off again. I feel that might happen to me. So God damn it, please win the game. Anyway, I hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. I apologize for being all over the place in this podcast, but I cannot make up my mind. I told you 28-25 Lions. I've since changed my mind. I think the Broncos win now. Oh, it just changed again. Now I got the Lions winning again. What do you think? Help me, please. I called you nervous. I admit that I'm nervous. It's a big game tomorrow. It's a huge game tomorrow. And we want to keep the momentum that the Lions have already brought us. All right. I'm going to stop talking now. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy the game tomorrow, and we will catch you on a Monday. Good night.